The show's about to start. Are you ready? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, the Iceman. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Cincinnati Reds, which I said that earlier today, and Houday Nation. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,097 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. If you saw earlier today, I had an interview with Chris Welch, which was really cool. I hope you guys got to watch it. Um, I'm going to do some highlights of it today, but it was a really fun interview with Chris and it just, there's just some highlights I want to get through. He talked about what a fun year uh, it's been with the Reds, which it really has been a fun year, the ups and downs and everything going on, but I'll, I'll stop talking. I'll, I'll let Chris talk. Real uh, interesting year. Uh, I mean, they got off to a great start. Their offense is really great, especially at home. Uh, they've been shut down a little bit on the road, but they've also uh, already got some of their West Coast trips out of the way. So, you know, they don't have to go back to Arizona. They don't have to go back and play the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. That's all done. And, uh, of course, they'll go to Colorado at the end of this road trip after they leave Pittsburgh. But it's been a really fun year. A real fun year. Now, some other questions that I ask him is – and I watch the show. I, I talk about analytics and how I don't think that they need to use it as much as they do. I don't think I'm not saying I'm not discarding it. I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing, but you know it's old school versus new school. And I kind of ask Chris his opinions on analytics and and how the direction that baseball is going right now. Uh, I mean, the, the, the question is, how much is the old school and how much do you use of the new school? I, I mean, I think every team is trying to find that right blend. I think the numbers that are coming from the analytics uh, 
the data machines, uh, the Edutronic machine and the Rapsodo, for instance, with pitching. Edutronic is a slow motion camera, but it certainly helps you develop your pitches, uh, helps you get a good spin. Uh, your Rapsodo gives you what the spin rate is. You've got modus sleeves that go on your arm uh, to determine you know, Are you speaking English to, right now? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you can understand me or not, but I'm trying to speak this up that I've learned. It, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's foreign language to me, too. But, yeah, uh, you, you know, I think you have to learn this stuff and you have to get up with the times. Uh, I had a son who played a little minor league baseball and he was well up on this stuff. And he's teaching me, you know, as we go along, what's important and what's not. But I think that uh, you can't lose the the uh, the thought that. Baseball is being played by human beings. Right. And uh, baseball's got a heartbeat. That's what Joe Torre used to say. And don't forget mm -hmm. about that because right. there are certain guys in certain situations that freeze up and there are other guys in tough situations that want to be the hero. Right. And um, you're, uh, a mountain of numbers is not going to help you. And also a mountain of numbers is not going to help that batter when he's in the batter's box trying to face a guy throwing 95 and he steps out for a second and says, okay, it's a 2-1 count. Was that guy throwing slider on a 2-1 count or is he throw fastball on a 2-1? I can't remember what the scatter report said. You know, right. at that point, it, it gets down to the basics of baseball. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think that the analytics have been around long enough for the players that are playing now to have been brought up with them. So everything that you're seeing on the field, these guys have learned basically since they've been in the major leagues or maybe a couple of years in the minors. Yeah. I think that's pretty interesting because – Honestly, I mean, when he was talking and he was using all these different words of the mechanisms and stuff that they use for analytics and everything, it seriously sounded like a foreign language to me. So I want to bring my boy Jeremy D and we'll get to the last uh, clip here. So, Jeremy, I don't know if you got to watch any of those clips or anything, but uh, what 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 do you what is your thoughts on, on analytics and stuff in baseball right now? I mean, do you are you an old school guy? Or are you a new school guy? Or uh, where are you at on, on, on all this? You know, uh, sadly, I I wasn't able to hear all of it. I, I wish uh, I could go back and listen again, to be honest. But I, I <laughs> well, just, what, what, what's your idea on, on analytics in general as far as the way baseball just, does sound? Dude, it was called – well, it still is called America's Pastime. And back during – you know, World War II and, and uh, you know, our guys were being sent away. We, 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 we were losing baseball. And and then you go forward a little bit, at old school completely. I, you know, some, some of the new – I you take me back 25, 30 years, even what – you know, um, I don't know yeah, how Back far then, we didn't, we didn't even have spin rate or veloc veloc exit yeah, velocity and, or, or and, any of that stuff. And, uh, and I, you know – you know, the, just, uh, even, yeah. And even watching like golf, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, they show the golf, they show the trajectory of the ball going and, you know, all that stuff's fun and it's cool. But at the same time, I don't know, man, it, it, it doesn't scream America's pastime to me. It, it really doesn't. It, it says America's now in the, you know, to, is now 2021 and our <laughs> most likely our football is about to start changing too. mark my word oh there. I hope not. I hope not. All right. I got kind of here from Josh. He says, I'm not a huge fan of ever shifting, but, it, but it bothers me when these pull hitters get these huge shifts and they can't lay down an opposite field hit to a side of the field. That's not covered. I 
Josh, I agree with you. I'm like, I've said this a million times. Like, look, if the third baseman is playing shortstop, if you can't hit that way, at least bunt the freaking ball. <laughs> it's a hit. Every especially the starting. That's one thing Chris Welch did say in the interview, and for the full interview, it's in the it's on the channel, so you guys can, can uh, go go check that out. But uh, this is one other one I, I wanted to bring up, and and I don't know how many of you guys uh, know this, but uh, Marty Brennan has this special nickname for Chris Welch, and he calls him the Creeper. And I've always wondered why did he call him that. Well, this is what Chris had to say. Marty always tries to hang uh, uh, nicknames on people. Sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. That one is going away, fortunately. And yeah. basically, it had something to do with, with the, the speed of my fastball being so slow, it would creep <laughs> up through the plate. And he was always trying to make fun of me, you know, and so on, in a good-natured way. Because if right. you make fun of somebody, it means you love them. Right, and, right. Uh, and I never took offense at that, but uh, Marty, uh, he tried to get that to stick. Unfortunately, it's going away because it takes some explaining. <laughs> that, that's that's a good way to, to explain it. His fastball was so slow, it creeped up to the plate. <laughs> it, it, it literally was, uh, you know, chameleon just trying to make its way from the grass, turning green to get onto the plate. I, yeah, right. that, that's probably one of the funniest um, th- baseball, I guess, uh, nicknames you could give somebody's the creeper, uh, maybe right. not as a pitcher. Um, <laughs> is it one, one that you like as a pitcher? No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, hey man, you're the creeper, bro. I mean, right, exactly. But like I said, for, for the full interview, you guys can go check it out. It's on this channel. I did it earlier today and I posted it. So, uh, don't go now, but after the show's over, you haven't watched it, go check it out. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed That was a lot of fun um, interviewing Chris Welch. I mean, I, I, when I started doing this stuff, I never thought I'd be able to interview somebody like Chris Welch or like last Friday with the interview Dave Lappin. So it's been a dream come true. This whole thing's been awesome. So and I'll, I owe it to all you guys for subscribing and sharing the show. So I really appreciate it. But nothing we got coming up here in June, and, I'm, and uh, it's something that Bengal Jim is putting together, and I want to put it out there for everybody, for all our Bengals fans. And to me, this is very important as Bengal fans and as moving forward to getting our players into the Hall of Fame and changing the narrative of our organization. And that is the Jungle to the Hall, uh, which would be June 19th. Now, I have tweeted this out. It's on uh, my uh, Facebook page, Sports of Strawberries. Uh, Bengal Jim has tweeted it out. Uh, it's a link to go and, and, and register for this so we know exactly how many people are going it's going to be a lot of fun i was talking to jim yesterday and i'm like this this guy didn't work i mean he's talked to like i think it's at 30 different media outlets about this trying to get as much noise and notification to to the national media and everybody who doesn't think or honestly doesn't doesn't even know ken Riley and ken anderson and know how great of players they were and I just want to put it out there that we're out. We need to get registered. If you guys can go, go. I mean, he's got set up. Jim's got hotels. There's going to be a brewery there afterwards. It's going to be a lot of fun. Me personally, I'm not going to be able to stay for anything because I have to go. I'm going on vacation. So I am personally driving up and driving back. I know a lot of you out there are planning on going. I know this guy would love to go, but he's stuck down in Alabama. But just if you guys are th- thinking about going, if you're thinking about it, do it. Just do it because this is the time. The, the, 
the wave, the orange wave that we have from Bengal fans, the Bengal social media, the Bengals are doing the stuff that I'm doing, the stuff that Bengal Jim is doing, the stuff that uh, Orange is the New Black podcast is doing, and 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 the Bengal Insider podcast, all stuff that's on the social media, it's all happening for a reason, I think. And I think the reason is one to get the narrative out there that the Bengals are a good organization, and two to get Kelly and Ken Anderson in the Hall of Fame, and then after that. We need to get Big Willie in there. That's the next one we got to get in. But we got to get these two in first because it's a travesty that it's been 30 years and they haven't been in yet. And you know what I think is kind of funny is, you know, there ha- there have – I don't want to overstep my bounds. There have been rumors, um, you know, of doing the Ring of Honor and all that kind of stuff. But it kind of seems like six uh, since Jim has kind of – really works yes. like uh-huh. he has. Yep. That it it may be me just you know thinking crazy, but it, it just seems to me like they've they've hyped it up times five. They've uh now they're they, they're announcing they're gonna do it. And mm-hmm. this is just what a, a month, uh two months after month. Uh, about a month out, June 19th. About a month out. And for for the work he's done, you know, I know he's got to be watching the show. So I just, I yeah, applaud so, him, man. So I guess just as, as big fans, I think we need to come together and that's right, and stand together. You know, no, no matter what's going on, I think every single Bengal fan, if you're a true Bengal fan, all believe that the Kens, Ken Rally and Ken Anderson, deserve and should be in the Hall of Fame, and. We need to help them out, and we didn't need to let our voices be heard. So, I, that's that's my little uh, uh, soapbox for today. But I'm going to be putting that out a lot because I really do think that we should really support this. And you know, you know what the cool thing I did today, Jeremy? You know what What's I did? That? What's that? I, I did something really cool. Here, check this picture out. You see that? In that, that, in that, in that, in that beautiful stadium. Somebody was at the pro shop. Yeah, guess what? That that's that's where my seats are at. Oh yeah! So you section one fifty eight, baby. Let's go! Hey, bro. All I'm telling you is, you might want to put down something on on the turf there because there's going to be a lot of dancing in that end zone, baby. Yeah, there is, and they could be pointing at me like, "Hey, there's strawberry." I'm like, "Yeah, what up?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for everybody, um, you can uh, who is season ticket holders, you can actually upgrade today. So that's what I was able to do. I went from the sky down to the to the condo. So I'll be down there with all the uh, the crazies down there in the end zone. I think it's right by the Bengals tunnel. So I'm really, really excited about that. And I cannot wait for Bengals well, season to start. You know, what's funny is you got your tickets and look what came in the mail today. Woo! Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie Cooks Pest Control. I mean, hello, the man is in town. The man has came around, and let me tell you guys something. That's a, that's a sweet looking Joe Joe freaking Burrow jersey, though. Jeremy. I mean, Dude, I for like being that. black, orange. I tell you what, I did not like the stripes when I saw it. You know, pictures, but yeah. the the stripes are a lot bigger than people may think. It. It, there's mm-hmm. a lot more show there than just, you know, yeah. nothing. And 
It looks sleek. It looks good. It looks clean. But I will tell you this. When I ordered this jersey, and this is just to help you guys out real quick, um, they said that it was a snug or a regular size kind of tight fit. So yeah. I ordered a double XL because normally I wear an extra large just because I like loose tight clothing. Right. But this one here, I can kind of, um, as you can see, I'll kind of try to stand it's just a little big. And so if you're 200 pounds, six, one, whatever, I would definitely go with the extra large. The, <laughs> well, that, that's funny you say, cause when I went down there to, to get my Jersey, I ended up buying the extra large. And then I kind of walked around the stadium and I did a video and stuff. And I'm going, you know, this is really just a little bit too, too for me. So I'm back in there. I said, um, do you guys have double X that I exchanges for? They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> because oh, see, I need see, a little bit bigger one. Yeah, I see. And that's the reason I did that because I thought you, the way you did yours and the way I would do mine would work out okay. But they are loose fit jerseys, just, just so you know, if you order here? from Fanatics yeah. or any or anywhere else, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> You heard it See, first. T I heard, well, M. Yeah, well, we heard, we heard part of it because you cut out. I don't, I don't know why your your internet no. isn't working today. It's your, your internet's mine. So we'll see. <laughs> Make sure you get – don't grab the size up, like they may say. Well, well, if, you, if you're if you're big, bigger than your average like me, you might want to because I did the, ex, the extra large. and I mean, it fits, but I'm kind of like you. I wanted a little bit bigger you know i don't want to like hang down all the way my my knees or anything but you know yeah. I want a little bit bigger so yeah hey, larry dean says hubba hubba who day <laughs> uh all right rabbit what's up he's watching <laughs> he says uh what do y'all think our record will be this year see honest i'm hoping for I see i have to since we have an extra week it's i i want 10 i'm hoping for 10 wins i think we have a shot at it. Now I have a better idea about it tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow. Yeah. Wednesday. Cause the uh, schedule release will come out. And I think that'd be a lot better to really dive in to figure out, you know, who, who we play first, you know, so we can actually figure out the schedule of what are winnable games and that stuff. So what do you, yeah. what do you think there, Jeremy? You know, I, t to me, when, our schedule came out was when we found out what teams we were going to play. And when I saw Kansas City and I saw all these other teams, I to me it really didn't matter. We're just going to step up. Uh, I hope the harder teams are a little later, though, like you were saying, because we do want Burrow to even get fresher and better and, and heal just in case, whatever. You know what I mean? Just, even if he's completely healed we still want him to have a few weeks to still heal so um that is important but other than that when i saw the teams uh i said hey we're gonna find out what lou armadillo and what <laughs> uh zach taylor have up their pocket this year because it may be empty pockets at the end <laughs> if they're not careful well dallas is throwing it down he said i believe realistically we may go to 11 wins, maybe 12 if we can stay healthy. 
for real. That I do, Dallas. I do, brother. I'm as optimistic as anybody. But <laughs> the clowns and the rat birds are two pretty good teams. So I, I it ain't going to be easy. I, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. So uh, we'll find out. I got a Crypt Keeper. What's up, brother? Uh, let's see here. Jeff Blake in Cincinnati is known by Shaken Blake. The Northern Alabama Jeremy Dean is known by Wake Bake. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this come from? For crying out loud. Yeah. I want to know how much time, Crip, you take <laughs> to come up with stuff like this. You got way too much time here, dude. <laughs> I got one more thing to tell you, too. Keep it up because it's freaking hilarious. Okay. It is funny. I'll give you that. It is funny. Oh, he cracks me up. Oh, my goodness. All right. Josh says, I can't wait to see the schedule release. I want to see Jacksonville week one. Uh, last. Uh, two number one picks going out of Burrow and Lawrence. That would be cool. That, that would be really, I, I wouldn't mind that. Now, now, the thing is, will we see Tim Tebow at tight end? <laughs> I, I kind of doubt it, but you know, what's the funny thing is, you know, nine years ago, whatever, I knew we were saying she played tight end when he was, you know, 23 instead of 33. Now he wants to come in and do it. Um, I, I don't, I, I look good, good luck to him. But uh, I think it's a, he's got a long a long shot. You so know, we'll see. and just to add real quick to that too, Jeff. Um, yeah. You bring in Tebow. He ain't played forever. You put him, say, tight end anywhere. You can put him anywhere on a football team, anywhere. And then I have a feeling that we're going to get back into the whole situation we were in a couple years ago, a few years ago with the whole Kaepernick deal. And I just, well, he's not going to play. He, well, you, you mean, you mean as far as just the controversy or whatever? Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, he does. Tiba does bring a controversy. He does. I mean, but, but I, it might be different this time. Cause he ain't going there to be a quarterback. You know, he's going to be there to that, maybe well, be a tight end. So that we'll, is what I said um, yeah. to a, to a person that I was having a, personal conversation with and that's why i said he's not going for a quarterback he's going to go get his butt kicked as a tight end um but they were you know they had mentioned it and i thought it was a pretty good point you know it, it the nfl these days the way it is it's tough but tebow i think just needs to man you're a good broadcast you, you you're good at everything you do go do something oh he's good oh. at broadcasting like, like you know i mean yeah. josh said tebow is there for distraction from the media for from Lawrence a bit. And he might be right on that. That might be the whole ploy, but I don't get I, it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I put it this way. He's going to be there for leadership for, you know, because he is a good leader. I mean, uh, bar not however old he is, he's a good leader. That team going, going to need leadership, but I just don't see him making it as a tight end. Now. I just, I, I think that that ship has just sailed, but this is, I want to get back into the Reds conversation because, um, uh, Armin Garrett uh, will begin his suspension today. Jeez. It'll be five games instead of seven because of the agreement with MLB. And this is via uh, C. Trent Rosecrans. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's still <laughs> it's still ridiculous that he's, he's suspended at all for talking trash. I mean, I don't I mean, yeah, maybe he shouldn't talk so much, but, you know, I've. Yeah, just that's a lot. 
That's a lot. I thought I said his name right. Josh is getting on me. <laughs> Dude, he said Amir. Amir. Amir Garrett. I thought his name was Amir, too. Yeah, did I say it right? I didn't say Amir. I said Amir. Amir. <laughs> uh, let's see. Roy says I can see Tebow running the Wildcats some. I, I, first of all, he's got to make the team. <laughs> I mean, it's been nine years since he's played. So let's see if he makes the team first, <laughs> you know, before we start talking about running the Wildcat. I mean, yeah, he could. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just think it's a long, a long shot, a, a longer shot than it was. He should have did this right out the gate, in my opinion. Now I'm not gonna put a past him. I mean, hey, you never know. That's no, he me. he could do anything, but you know, he waited so long. He he tried to become a. Well, we saw him on TV a little bit. He was, you know, he tried his his thing at broadcasting a little bit, which he was, I thought, pretty good at. Maybe if he would have. Kept going, then you know he's done his commercials and he's done. Well, hell, he's been playing minor league baseball for the Mets for the last four or five years. He's been trying to do that too. There you go. And God bless his heart. I love him as a human being. I love what he you know puts out there and his energy to the world. Um, you know, I'm not going to turn this into Sunday morning service, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I do like what he does. But like you said, he's waited too long to do much when it comes to sports and he's gonna have to come to grips with that yeah it just it's something that i like like when people bring it up he would just completely shut it down like, nope i'm a quarterback like nope i'm like do you know how many college quarterbacks have went to the nfl and played a different position and actually been successful at it i mean there's been a lot of them and i mean he's you know he's not a burner but he's definitely a guy that i think could have had it carved out a decent career as a tight end. I mean, he still might. I don't know, but I, I just – it's just a lot. To, it's a lot to try to do when you haven't played full. I mean, we're talking about the young guys uh, yesterday who, who who opted out, you know, of college football. So they missed the whole year. Well, they're still in their 20s. I mean, Tebow's 33, and he's been out of the NFL for nine years. That's a long time to take a break from anything to be able to pick – and you're trying to pick it up and make – a team at the highest level. Again, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying it's going to be an up, uphill struggle. Is what you're, I'm saying. You're exactly right, man. And I think um, I spoke with uh, Mike, one of our buddies, uh, maybe a week ago or whatever it was, and we were talking about that same thing or whenever this came out, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, right. it, you're just dead on, you know, that's just, it, it's it. It's time to, it's time for the Tebow train and well, the Colin Kaepernick train and all that just to. Yeah. Go away. I, well, I, I think this is it. If he doesn't, if he doesn't make it after this, I think he's done. I hope just, so. We'll see. All right. <clears throat> just to let you guys know uh, that you're watching sports with strawberry ice. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and TikTok. Um, if you're watching on any of the uh, Facebook pages or on Twitter, please do me a favor and go to the YouTube channel, Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice, and make sure you like, subscribe, and share, and hit the bell for the notification. Make the word subscribe change colors, so every time I go live or if I put a video up like I did earlier today with uh, Chris Welch, then you guys uh, will get notified and you can watch it. Now let's get back into some Bengals talk here because we got a guy who is – Going to be his contract is going to be running out at the end of this year, and I'm not really worried about the Bengals signing him. I mean, because Lapham 
uh, was kind of on the same boat as we were on Friday, but that's uh, Jesse Bates. And I mean, if you look at Jesse Bates, he has 320 mm-hmm. career tackles, which is more, which is 69 more, 69 more than any other safety in their first first three seasons. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's ridiculous. Re- just production, ridiculous production right there. And, and I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not worried because I think the Bengals will get it done. Like like Lapham said. It's probably gonna be more toward the middle to the end of some, probably middle of summer, like right before tr- training camp starts, because that's when they resigned Mixon last year. So that's where I kind of think they're at. But I mean, I would be shocked if they don't if they don't um, if they don't resign him. You know, you know, I, I I'll be pissed <laughs> to be honest. This I I think uh, what you just said and with Jesse Bates. I think this is going to take a lot of our fan base right here. And I, when I say take, I don't mean take them away from us. But what it's going to do is they're going to take away from this decision. And if we drafted Bates, he's he's top five in the league. We keep this guy as rookie contract and then get rid of him again like we have players in the past. We're going to have some angry Bengal fans, and hopefully that doesn't happen. We must sign Jesse Bates to me. It's a must sign because if not, then you're cheap and you're done. You're a loser. You're this and well, it's it's that he he's also he's he's going to be the leader of, of the defense. I mean he he I mean Gino's gone, Carlos is gone. I mean who who's out there to step up and be the leader? I mean I think it's be him and 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 Bell is really yeah. what I think. Mm-hmm. So I really do think they're going to resign him, and it's going to be multiple years. And Josh said they were signing him. He's a guy. He's a good guy for our defense for years coming. Exactly, yeah. and he's a guy. We got him. I think in the fourth round. I think is what we're yeah. we drafted Matt. And that's what I, gets me so excited about this year's draft. About all the guys we got in the fourth round. The guys, the Bengals have been successful at drafting in the fourth round. You know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. so it's it's. It's going to happen. I think him and the Hubbard, I do think they're going to sign him, but Bates is the one they're going to sign for big money and lock him up for a while. Hubbard, I think he's yeah. this year. I don't think they're, going to, I, they're not going to let him go. You know, I yeah. think he's too young. He's still too, too talented for them to even consider letting him go. But I really do think that's going to, th- those two are going to get signed for sure. Yeah. And, and just like you said about the fourth round and about how, you know, uh, We've 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 hit pretty well on the fourth round, you know, the fourth round. Just because these guys don't have big names, doesn't mean they're not good, right? I mean, how many? Uh, yeah, I I don't actually want to even speak good of the Squealers or the Ravens or any of those guys, but there are guys on those teams, and I just I'll put it this way that are killers, man. I mean, they are tough, especially on defense. And when they were in college, I guarantee you, you could go back and half of them, or maybe more, you had never heard of in your entire life till they started playing for the other teams, I guess I'll say. <laughs> right. You exactly. Know? So, so did you... uh? 
I know you're down in Alabama. You don't get to watch that Redskins, but did you get to watch any of the game last night? Because they were killing the ball last night. It was 14 oh. to 1. Crush. I mean, Naquin, I'm not kidding. If the foul pole wasn't there, that ball was going into the river. He crushed it. It was awesome. It's it, to me, it's completely unbelievable. Um, I, I think I was talking with somebody about the Reds, maybe even um, uh, maybe even down here. But I mean, Wait, you talk, got, you're talking Reds down in Alabama. Uh, yeah, every now and again, you find a you know a guy that's you know vacation. Hey, hey, you're, you're, you're a Reds fan, man. How you doing? What, what, yeah. what you doing down here? You know what I mean? Going on, you know. I mean, but. You guys, Castellanos, you got uh, Na- uh, Naquin, is that is that yes. right? Okay. Yep. Um, and then you've got Winker, uh, Suarez, Vados coming up the chart. I mean, Even though he's on the injured list right now. That's what takes so, me off. He was starting to come around. Vado was starting to come around, and he got broke his thumb. Now, I, I knew I'd get you going with and, that one. <laughs> yeah, I brought this up to Chris Welch about uh, Gino Suarez and his struggles. And I, I, I agree with what he said that, you know, Gino should be fine. But it's I, – I, I'll put it this way. And I put this out to, to, to the people watching too. When Vado comes back, he's going to go back to first base. What do you do? Shortstop. Farmer is actually playing a very good – shortstop. He's hitting the ball well. Senzel's hitting the ball well. You got Jonathan India. Both Those two have been splitting time at second base since uh, Akiyama's come back. We got too many bats, too many players, not enough positions. I hate to say and I love Gino. I do, but if Gino doesn't start turning this around, we might have to put him on the bench for a little bit. I mean, I don't know. what what What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I'm the same way. Just just looking at his stats from the first week of the season to even now, I mean, like you said, I there's something that's got to be done. And and I don't think he's washed or done or anything. There's no he's, he he's he's a great player. He's just in a funk, man. And that's yeah. just about it. I mean, the thing is, I don't the part that scares me is I don't necessarily think it's because he moved the shortstop or because he lost weight. He was in a funk last year, you know, and he there's a lot of reds that were in funks last year, but he's not coming out of them. I mean, every once in a while, we might see a game here, a game there where he does good. It's just. I, I'm just, I, I like I said, we're, we're, we're in, it's going to be a tight, tight pennant race. I mean, I don't think any team is going to run away with this. I mean, like I said, the Reds, as far as I know, which I didn't look at the standings again before I went on the air today, but yesterday they were four games out of first place. So that's, that's nothing, you know, I mean, you know, from your, the, the first place team all the way down to the fourth place team. I mean, that's, that's nothing, you know? Right. So, and I think it's going to be like that all, all year. And the thing is, it's kind of like how what Bill did with Vado last year. Vado was struggling and struggling and struggling. So finally, Bell benched him for like three or four games, and Vado finally started coming around. And to me, you might have to do that with Gene. You might have to sit him or something because something's got to change with 
what he's doing. Because uh, Chris Welsh mentioned this not on my show, but he mentioned this um, on the broadcast yesterday that he thinks that the way Gino's you know batting, he's coiling, you know, he's coiling back too far, and he's making his his bat loop, and it's making his swing um, longer. And I think that's something that he's working on. But sometimes once you get in that habit, it takes a long time to get rid of it. I mean, look at Joey Votto. I mean, he's completely changed his batting stance. They started doing it last year. And it started coming around. But, I mean, it's taken them a good year to really get that swing to where he wants. So, it's not all – it's, you know, you're you're a golfer, Jeremy. And, you know, Tiger Woods went through that, that swing change. I was going to bring – yeah, yep. and it messed him up for at least a year or two before he oh, really yeah. got it going again. Oh, yeah. So, and, and a baseball swing is is kind of like a lot like a golf swing. So it, it's not the easiest thing to, to to fix. No, no, it's not. And, you know, when you started out the way you did and you, right now you're sitting at 134 batting average, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's not good, man. That's That's something that has to be – addressed i don't care if yeah. it's maybe the coach and pulling him aside saying hey man what's going on how are you feeling you know are, are, are you feeling like you're you're late are you slow are you having are you having a hard time reading pitches whatever um or it's something where you just gotta say hey man there's the bench watch out for splinters <laughs> and right you know, move on and, and, and not and move on, but no, not, not move on, but you know, just sit him down for a little bit to try to just get him out of his own head or something. I don't know because I mean, the thing is, there's so many guys on this team that can hit. <laughs> we got way more hitters than we have positions for them, and that's why a lot of guys are play, like G. That's the reason Gino's playing shortstop. Well, one, they never went and addressed the shortstop in the offseason, which is another whole subject entirely, but. The, I mean, honestly, the best guys who play shortstop that's on the roster right now is Kyle Farmer. And you do have to fix the defense somehow because there's, there's so many – like like Wade Miley the other night. He could have had a perfect game, but then Senzel made a bad throw and the perfect game went out the door. Yeah. I know Wade Miley's never going to throw Senzel under the bus or anything like that. But those are things that championship teams – don't do and I'm not saying since he's not a championship team at all, but these are things that they've just got to figure out how to tighten up, along with getting loose Castillo back into it. Looks like Armin Armin Daggone it, Garrett <laughs> is is starting to come back around. And the interesting thing, I was watching David Bell the last couple of times he's brought Garrett in. He hasn't really brought him in for a full inning. You know, he'll come in with, you know, already one guy out, or he'll let him get, you know, first two guys out, and then he'll take him out. He, I think he's spoon-feeding him, getting him his confidence back. Now, what sucks is he's getting his confidence back. He's starting to get his pitches back, and he's got this stupid five-game suspension. Now, thank God it's not seven, because that's just ridiculous. And somebody I worked with was well, because he's a pitcher. Right, but he's not a starting pitcher. He's a relief pitcher, so he can pitch – every other day or every day or so it's not the same thing as you know you try to suspend a starting pitcher so they at least missed one start yeah. i mean garrett is one of our main cogs through a bullpen and for us to lose him for five games for talking trash is ridiculous and that's where another reason why i, I can't stand the clown rob manford i think he is just an absolute terrible terrible commissioner he's a joke 
He's a joke. I mean, man, let me tell you something. If if you're a baseball player, a football player, whatever, you're down. You've got your job to do. I know you're not. You're supposed to take the noise, push it away. Uh, you know, no matter where you're at, in a baseball field, a football field, in a hockey arena, whatever. But when you've got sixty-eight thousand people, or or you know, whatever, uh, calling you every name in the book, and probably some. Uh, well, probably about every name um, can't be named on this show. <laughs> you know, how do you re- it, it, We're humans. We're all humans. And that's what Manford and the rest of them can, can need to figure out when it comes to this kind of stuff. Man, I, you know, the guy threw a beer at my head. The guy, you know, he threw, talked about my mama or my what, <laughs> you know, what do you want me to say to him? I had to defend my family. I had well, to- the, the the thing that irritates me is is the two incidents, one with Castillo, the one with, with Garrett. The Reds players are the only ones that got suspended. I mean, uh, Yadier Molina came over, bumped the umpire, grabbed Castillo's. Castillo's literally was turning his back and walking away. Castillo's the one that got suspended. So then you go to to Garrett and Baez. I mean, he, he was he was not, he wasn't talking. He was talking toward. The, the batter, Rizzo, but Baez is the one who completely jumped over the, the dugout fence and started talking, flipped Armin to double bird, and went after him. Yeah. So why doesn't why is Garrett getting suspended for five games? But nothing, nobody Molina didn't get suspended. Uh Baez isn't getting suspended. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're saying they're inciting the right, inciting right, inciting the benches cleared brawl. Well, did they do it or did the actions of the other team do it? I mean, because they got the feelings hurt. Exactly. And in this day and time, I guess it don't matter. You just don't matter at all. <laughs> but anyway, I'll get away from that part. But um, you know what? I look at the clip. I see him held back. I, you know, I, I see him pointing, yelling, screaming, all that kind of stuff when they're pulling him back, you know, away from him, blah, blah, blah. That's happened in baseball a million times. And you mean to tell me out of all those guys that were out there, one guy did something wrong? Kind of reminds <laughs> right. me of a right. Bengals playoff game, you know? <laughs> oh, boy, let's not go there. Let's not go. All right, I want to go back to this uh, question, the rabbit. And so we will be doing a schedule uh, breakdown after the release uh, tomorrow. Well, that'll be Thursday. Actually, we might uh, because uh, Lynn Patterson will be on the show uh, Thursday. She's a Bengals reporter for the Cincinnati Enquirer. So we will probably get into that on Thursday's show. Um, tomorrow's show should be pretty cool. I'm going to have um, a couple of uh, super fans uh, from the Bengals. Uh, the Orange Arrow is going to be on for sure, and the Bengalorian is going to be on. I'm hoping uh, Bengals captain, Captain Obvious, is going to be on, but I haven't actually confirmed that yet. But those two will definitely be on. So we will have some some good, some good, uh, some good uh, conversation there. And oh, hey, this is Patty Wax. What's up, John? <laughs> hey, John. Nice to know you, brother. <laughs> You're not Paddywhack anymore or Paddax. So, <laughs> so what's going on, man? Um, but yeah, it, it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be interesting. I, I really 
honestly can't wait to break down the schedule because uh, I just want to see. First of all, I want to see which game I get to watch. If we're starting out at home, if we're starting on the road, what's going on there? And honestly, I really, for if Joe Burrow does come back game one, which I've been saying for months he's going to, I want him starting at home. You know, I'd rather get the first game out of the way, get it at home, get it, get it done with, and and move on. And that's because I definitely don't want to start. I really hope we don't start off with a AFC North opponent. I would rather start off with somebody like like Josh and Jacksonville would be perfect. I would love to start off with Jacksonville. I think that'd be a, a good, hopefully, win for the Bengals uh, to start the season off and, and get this thing rolling. Yeah, you you give me Jacksonville, you give me the Bears, uh, you give me uh, I because I, I I think the whole Dalton thing and then Dwayne Haskins, uh, I think it, it would be a thrill to watch. Um, you know, but they normally every year give us an AFC opponent. It seems like in the first four games and it's normally a primetime game with the Ravens or what I, I don't, we'll see, we'll see, but guess what? Doesn't matter because we're going to go to Baltimore, to Crapsburg, to <laughs> clown town, and there's going to be two words that we're going to leave them with when we get on our bus, and that's whoop-ass. That's what we're going to do to all three of our teams in the division. <laughs> I should have uh, I I took a copy of that uh, that meme you made last night. I, I, I put it on the Strawberry Ice page but I, and tweeted it out, but I, I, didn't, I didn't put it on here so we could, so you could put that on there, but I, I should have done that. That was that was pretty pretty good get by you. I like that. All right, John. I know it's nice to add Chase, but I'd love to see us go run heavy to start the year. I think there's a good chance that will happen because they're okay. If they're smart, which I do think Zach Taylor is kind of smart, um, protect Joe. You know, because no matter no, Joe comes back day one, he's still not going to be the Joe Burrow of last year right off. No matter if his knee's 100% or not, it's just not going to be there because it's going to be the first time he's playing with a new knee, basically. So, yes, I do think that they will have a, a running game going. And the thing I, I'm really interested to, to see is, is is Chris Evans, Captain America. I think that's where that's probably going to be his nickname. But I think maybe not to start the season off, but I do think he is going to be a very – crucial weapon the Bengals have. I think is we can use him in the Giovanni Bernard mold. We can put him in the backfield, getting passes out of the backfield. I think they're, they're going to be able to put him in the slot and, and, and get some receiving yards out of him. So I, I think a lot of that is is, is going to hinge on what he can do, you know, obviously with the, being a rookie and everything. But I'm really um, interested to see him, see him play and how he grows into the offense. But yes, I do think they're going to start out running a lot, and with our offensive line we have now, I think Joe Mixon is going to be able to run and not have to make a cut in the backfield because he's trying to avoid a passer. That would be be or a, a defender. That would be awesome for once. Yeah, or not get hit in the backfield and try to break a tackle before five other players can come over and put him on the ground. You know, and you mentioned Chris Evans, man. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I have been getting killed 
<laughs> over Chris Evans because I have told people, look, I liked P. Ryan when he was with Oklahoma. I really mm-hmm. did. I liked what he did last year. But what I saw last year was just a, a meaty ochre, a a, a a good running, just a good running back that I think's pretty much already hit his ceiling. Um, he can get you those few yards. Uh, he's not going to run out of the stadium, but Chris Evans is a guy that we've watched a lot. And I'm telling you, even though we signed P. Ryan to the one-year, one-million-dollar deal, whatever it was, I hope he don't. And, and I like P. Ryan. Like I said, all you people that are going to kill me later, please don't, because <laughs> I like him. But I do see Chris Evans, Captain America himself, even though I can't stand where he come from, I think he's more of that Geo Bernard um, look with that J.K. Dobbins build. And I think it could be something pretty special. Yeah, and, and the good thing is for Down the Bengals, the yeah, for, for the Bengals, he hasn't doesn't have a lot of tread on the tire, or he has a lot of tread on the tire left, I should say, because he didn't he didn't play that much in college, to be honest. You know, I mean, he made a big splash in the Senior Bowl and stuff like that. And that's how you know he got on the Bengals' radar. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that he's going to come and 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 be you know Geo right off right off the bat. I, I really do think it's going to be Piron and it's going to be Mixon at first, and, and uh, you know they're going to go from there. But I do. I, I'm curious to see him work his way into the offense and see how that just works. And, and hopefully, the Bengals and, and will, will use him right. Because how many times we've we been on here and got so irritated that they wouldn't use Geo right? You know, I, you know, example and Brady is going to kill it down here with them, uh, and it's going to kill me because this girl over here is going to go, "Hey, my Buccaneers!" Uh-huh. <laughs> like, here we go again. <laughs> uh, great. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I don't know why my internet's going in and out. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm on there. I don't know. I, I'm, I, we're having bad internet internet today. But uh, Roy says uh, the Jags would be great on Sunday night. That would be cool. I would not mind. And that that could be a good Sunday night tilt. I mean, the number one, the back to back number one picks going going at it. That could be a thing. I like it. If you're ESPN or NFL Network or both or whatever, however you want to play it. Hey, what a, what a better way to start off the season or to you know? Uh, I guess it wouldn't be to start off the season. Maybe yeah, I guess it would be, yeah. wouldn't it? Game, he's saying yeah. game one, yeah, game one, yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. And, there you go. And uh, mm-hmm. the and, and you know the cool thing is, I'll be sitting right there watching the game. <laughs> is it? Is it? Tell me when it's over. <laughs> Over. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I, I, I will be sure I, I, I FaceTime you from the game and tell you how much fun I'm having while you're down there in Alabama. Well, and I also may knock on your door like, you know, two nights before a game and let you know um, that seat there, it, it's not, it, it's taken and it's not for your friends. It's you, for you, your boy. You, you might have to Mrs. Ice that. <laughs> Actually, I'll call. I'll call first. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. <laughs> All right, man. It's about uh, 6.30. I think we roll on out of here. How about you? Yep. All right. Well, 
I would like to thank the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And if you guys are watching the show on any of those Facebook groups, please do me a favor and go to my YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice, and subscribe. That would be great. Uh, but the, the uh, Facebook groups are Hootay Nation, a great Cincinnati Bengals group. Uh, if you have not joined that, I recommend you join their group. It's awesome. Cincinnati Reds, Ronnie Third, heading for home. Another great Cincinnati uh, Reds group. Um, you got the Ohio State Bucknuts. So you can talk to Ohio State Buck Bucknuts like this guy right here. You got the Ice Bar, which is a show page that uh, I put out there. We just do silly memes, silly TikToks, and have fun talking sports. So you guys can get on there, comment. Um, I post stuff on there. I mean, if you guys are members of the Ice Bar, you guys can post different things, that, different topics to talk about or different things. To say, you know, it's like I said, it's a virtual bar. We go there, we just have discussions. You know, it's different than the Strawberry Ice page, which you can follow me on that. Um, I have, it's on Facebook. I have uh, 1,057 likes and 1,155 followers. I'm also on Twitter under uh, the Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. You can also find it if you type in sports or strawberry ice. It should pop up. I'm also on Instagram, like... Um, Josh said I'm almost at 100 followers. So I'm <laughs> getting up there on Instagram. So you guys can follow me there. And also on TikTok. And me and this guy over here do some silly talks. It's Iceman90. Mike Kyle. Let's get his last uh, comment in here. He says, go Bengals Nation. We are kicking butt. There you go. Who day? Go get them. I think they are going to kick butt. I think the Bengals are going to have a really – Really good season now. YouTubers, like I said, we are at 1,092 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Uh, today, I'm pulling off town, putting on the podcast. You guys can uh, listen. If you can't listen, watch the show for an hour, you can listen to it. I'm on Beanpod, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. And do me a favor. Make sure you like, rate, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And other than that, Jeremy D, you help us roll on out here. I sure will. And I want to let everybody uh, know, too, that I have opened up a Twitter. What? Yes, I am. I'm not not this old man. I know how to play Twitter games. My name's Jeremy. Wait, I'm older than you are. You call it old. Hey, look, I, okay, I downloaded it so I could play the games. So I don't. <laughs> what's, your, what's your Twitter handle, man? Oh, uh, you can find me at JeremyD84 um, or at D84Jeremy. Um, either way, you'll you'll see my picture. And, and by the way, you have uh, you have a really nice new new microphone there. I, I think that that's pretty. I, I like that that new mic. Thank you, and thank you for you know who. Um, I appreciate it very much. Um, honestly, we joke around a lot, but I do mean it. So, um, and I love you very much. Um, by the way, he's not talking to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I don't even like this guy that much. I mean, come on. Why is this the best part of our whole show? I'm kidding. Um, and I'm also on TikTok, Jeremy Dean. Eight four. If you want to check out some of the goofy stuff, like he said, we do. We put a lot of our stuff together on the ice bar. If you're on the ice bar, go to YouTube and subscribe if you haven't already. 
Sports with strawberry ice. You know us. No more excuses, guys. No more. So, <laughs> other than that, yep. As always, everybody together now. Remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Keep watching Who Day. Tell your friends we love you guys. Thank you. Who Day. Let's go, Reds. Let's kick some pirate booty tonight. Hopefully, get our 14 to 1 win. That would be awesome. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!